This is Jeff. This is Brett. This is Allie. And we're just two dudes and a girl talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Walkers? We're back, and uh, Allie is back with us after her trip to Star Wars Celebration. Yay. Oh, yeah. Yay is I have right. survived. Yeah, so today we have a great episode. We're going to be talking uh, in this episode all about Star Wars Celebration, kind of as a show. And Allie's going to walk us through her experience there. We're going to talk about some of the panels. Uh, and then in our next episode, we're going to kind of, now that the dust has settled on the Last Jedi trailer, uh, we're going to revisit that, some of the things that have come to light over the last week or so. Trailer drop. Some of our uh, additional <laughs> observations. Speculations. <laughs> Speculations. Jeff, we need to make a soundboard out of you. <laughs> Theories. Just yeah, like there's the a couple Daft more. the Daft Punk soundboard app. <laughs> yeah. But for Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. And you know, uh, for example, Ryan Johnson explained why Kylo Ren's scar is not where it was when Ray gashed him in the first place. That's, that's breaking news, people, but you're going to have to wait till the next episode what? to hear that. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a long-form episode. It's going to be a relaxed episode, unlike last episode where I was breathlessly rushing through every single tidbit, and I apologize to all of our fans for that. And uh, speaking of fans, we actually do have fans. Shout out to the pit crew. Shout out to the pit crew. They've been they've been loyal listeners since like as of two weeks ago. That's right. <laughs> but I have plowed through like almost every episode, I think, at this point, which is awesome. Welcome, guys. Uh, but we also have a lot of other new fans. Uh, and interestingly, a lot of them are Hispanic. And to our Spanish-speaking friends, I just want to say, uh, mi perrito se rasca las nachas de las sirenas. Just kidding. Uh, bienvenidos a todos nuestros escuchadores hispanos. Uh, somos contentos que hallaron nuestro... I don't know if they say programa, like you would say for a TV show, but... Welcome to the podcast. Gracias, mi amigos. We are really glad you're here. Wow, Jeff, dropping the Spanish. Who knew? So anyways, uh, this is the episode about Star Wars Celebration. The first thing I want to get out of the way about Star Wars Celebration is that there were basically no announcements of any significance whatsoever. Am I right? Out- outside of the Last Jedi panel, yeah. because you knew there was going to be a Last Jedi panel, and there was an, a lot of awesome stuff coming out of that that kind of gave us kind of key details about the movie. But outside of that, I mean, Rebels coming to an end, we knew that. They acted like it was a bombshell, but everybody already knew. Um, they didn't talk about the anthology films at all. Well, so I think they're going to do that at D23. Probably. Because yeah. that's like the last opportunity that they have before now, Han Solo as, comes out. As someone who paid a lot of money, Allie, <laughs> as somebody who paid to fly down there, yeah. to stay down there, yeah. to get into the show. Yeah. Do you feel a little cheesed at the idea that possibly they're holding some things back for D23? No, because everybody knew. I mean, I think most people knew going into it, like, this was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, yeah. A New Hope being released. And so I think that's really what people were focusing on. Mm-hmm. I think that makes more sense. But nothing released even in terms of the 40th anniversary. Like, there was talk a while back of re-releasing the original cuts of the yeah. movies on Blu-ray 4K. Nothing. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Not even, like, a commemorative box set with new this or that. But I will say this uh, before we launch into it again. New T-shirt, though. T-shirt, yeah. Poster. Um I do think that they did a good job focusing on making an entertaining show. Yeah. So they looked at this almost as like, this was more like a concert 
or a live production mm-hmm. than the way we tend to look at like um, movie conventions like like Comic Con or gaming conventions where the focus is all on releasing new things and dropping big surprises that people don't know about yet. Yeah. No, this was definitely an opportunity for like fans to meet people, like minded fans to make new friends like I did, like uh he who must not be named <laughs> almost slipped. <laughs> almost slipped. Um you know, if you wanted the opportunity to meet some of your favorite cast members, you mm-hmm. had that opportunity. But also just like there was a lot like I saw more behind the scenes stuff about Rogue One than you're going to see on the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So I think they did do a good job as far as putting on a good show for the people who were there. So, Alf, yeah. let's let's launch in. OK, come on, come on. Allie has right. extensive notes I, yeah, that go. I wrote on the plane on the <laughs> way home. Um, OK. So day one, we get there. Oh, before I even dive into this, I do want to shout out to my new Star Wars Celebration friends because we met quite a few people, but uh, Kieran and Holly and Brian and Holly's film crew and uh, David. So if you are listening, I miss you all. Um, So day one. We got there at probably I just like the the Orlando Convention Center is like a city unto itself. Mm-hmm. It's enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, they recommend that you take a shuttle from the parking lot to the door because otherwise you're like walking for a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. So day one, we were like, all right, we got to get there super early. So we got up at like four, left the house by five thirty, parked got in line around six mm-hmm. the line that we were in was a half a mile from the front door of the building jeez <laughs> they should have given you one of those disney half marathon pins just for getting <laughs> from there to the front so door we get through security you check your bag if you have a prop weapon they have to check it and put like a zip tie on it mm-hmm. you get in line and then there are these different what they were calling shoots they're just lines or cues for the different panels people started lining up to get into the 40th anniversary panel at like noon on wednesday which they were not supposed to be doing they said that they weren't gonna start like letting people line up until eight people's formed their own line whatever right So so the people running the show weren't willing to herd the nerfs Well, they lined up outside, which, like, they couldn't do anything about. Yeah, I guess so. So there's, like, tons of people that had spent the night in the convention center. Are you serious? Yeah, man. People do that at Comic-Con, too. Yeah, that's true. And then all of the wristbands for the... So there were, like, three big stages. There was the celebration stage, the the galaxy stage, and the the behind-the-scenes stage. Mm -hmm. Every single panel that was on celebration and galaxy, you had to have a wristband for. Right. All of those wristbands were gone before we even got to the security. Right. Now, did you know that? Did they make you aware? No, we were checking Twitter, Uh um, and people kept, like, letting – and other people – in line who had friends that had spent the night were like telling people around them like hey just FYI the wristbands are gone Mm -hmm. but like yeah they should have figured out a way to let us know like they had a whole app for the show and there should have been some sort of program on the app that told you the availability of wristbands because they had a TV set 
in the queue hall right. telling you the availability. Right. Um, but I also understand that like the wristbands were going so fast that it was kind of a pain to even do that. Yeah. Can, um, so can I interject something right here? Mm-hmm. So we, we had a correction from one of our listeners after the last episode. and uh, Not at Disneyland <laughs> or right, Disney World. R- right. But see, I, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me just read Charlie's feedback. Uh, first of all, Charlie, Charlie said, I predict Luke will wield a white saber by the end of episode eight. So we will talk about that on the next episode, Charlie. Oh, t- thank you, Charlie. I like that idea, but we'll get into that later. Also, Celebration was at the Orange County Convention Center this time, uh, not on Disney property. Now, here's the thing. We don't care if it's in actual Disney. My question is this. Who decides that there's going to be a Star Wars Celebration and who makes all the money from Star Wars <laughs> Celebration? <laughs> oh, it's, point, it's right. Lucasfilm. Yeah. So, and, and that's part of Disney. And I, so I, I guess I'm saying, like, they, they kind of uh, outsource the running of the show to Reed Pop. Yeah. And they hold it at uh, the Orange County Convention Center or whatever. But, I mean, you've got wristbands. Like, that's just a Disney thing. Um, and, and the whole thing is kind of their idea. This is their baby. You know, they're the ones who put this show on. They're the ones who decided not to have another one for two more years. So I kind of put it on them. Even though, so I we understand what Charlie's saying. So we, we we can't totally blame like the people who work at Disney yeah. or anything at the actual park, and it's not it's not those people. I I think the issue is that you have like several different event vendors all running the show, and yeah. they weren't expecting the crowds that they got. Which, like, is bad on their part, but... Hello. <laughs> I mean... Allie, just let us be hard on Disney, will you? Be hard on Disney <laughs> off mic. You too, Charlie. I want a job, so you can't be hard on Disney on mic. Oh, this is good. Yeah, Ooh, defend them, Allie, because that's that. right. We do want to get you the job. <laughs> Allie, you're all right. Yeah, I've seen the light. And plus, I will say, like, Disney that's running the show, Lucasfilm completely and wholly a separate entity from Disney that manages the security and the lines at the parks. Right. So right, Disney exactly. is a huge company. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, back to day so one. So we're just pinning on oh, Bob Iger? No, <laughs> don't pin it on Bob Iger. What about Bob? All right, so we get in, and then this is like literally just lines to get in more lines. So we, <laughs> Fun. So we get in, and like I knew I wanted to go to the Music of Rogue One panel with David Collins, who I love. He is an amazing show host. David, thank you for all that you do. Um, But so we got a wristband for that because everybody, you could only have one wristband for Galaxy and one wristband for Celebration Stage. So once you got those wristbands, you were done. So it's totally like FastPass at the parks. Yeah, (laughs) except like harder because FastPass you can get every hour. Once once you got those two wristbands, you were done. Yeah. So we were like, all right, everybody's getting, like it kind of worked to our benefit because we knew everybody was getting 40th wristbands. Right. So we just bolted to the music of Rogue One Q, got those wristbands, and then we went and sat in line for two and a half hours to get onto the show floor. And the reason that we did that was because we want we knew that we had to get into the celebration store on day one. Right. Or we wouldn't get anything that we wanted. Right. So we sat in line, that's where we met Kieran. Um he's a writer. He's really cool. He's from Brooklyn. Um and so we're like hanging out and it's nice because like it passed the time really well and we got to like check out people's costumes and everything. It's a very Star Wars neat, by the way. Kieran. Like yeah. <laughs> so we we get in and every you can tell like most people are making a beeline for either like the celebration store, <clears throat> Hasbro, 
Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple of different booths on the show floor you know people are booking it for. So we book it to the celebration store, get in line. They move the line pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. We knew we looked online beforehand, so we knew exactly what shirts we wanted. We went right for them. I almost didn't get the shirt that I'm wearing right now, the fo- the 40th anniversary Which football jersey. Which is awesome. Like 20 hands going for the same no, thing? No, yeah. So, like, people are walking around with, like, Allie stacks of, like, fight. 80 shirts. And I'm like, oh, my God, the only ones that are left are, like, extra large and above. And then I hear – I'm, like, moping around trying to find a shirt. And I hear somebody yell my name, and it's Kieran, and he's like, "What size did you need? Did you need a medium?" And I was Aww. like, oh, "I love you." Wow. So yeah, the force works in mysterious ways. <laughs> That's right. So then we see, like, I turn around, and we're like, "Oh, there's the new Her Universe stuff," because she was releasing a bunch of great new Which items. Is, explain that for the walkers. Out. Oh, Her Universe. God, if you don't know what Her Universe, I know is. what it is. No, Ashley, yeah, yeah. Um. Ashley Eckstein, who voices Ahsoka on The Clone Wars and on Rebels, has her own clothing line called Her Universe, focuses on geek fashion for girls and women. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, so we see her booth, like her clothes, and then we see this line of like five people, and then we see Ashley. And we were like, oh my God, Ashley Eckstein is here. We should meet her. So we get in line and we met Ashley, and she's super nice. Um, my boyfriend got me a lightsaber necklace from Tokyo. It's like an officially licensed lightsaber Star Wars necklace. It has a piece of peridot on the tip because it is Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Same Jedi. Light. Yeah. I'm looking at this thing. This is like better. It looks like you could actually turn it on. Yeah. So we get up and I say hi and she was like, is that Luke Skywalker's necklace, uh, lightsaber on your necklace? And I was like, yeah, he knew to get it for me from Return of the Jedi because that's my favorite. And she was like, are you a Luke girl too? Because I feel like we're very few and far between and I might need to make a shirt that says Luke Skywalker fan club. And I was like, oh my God, please do it. So we had a moment of bonding over. So we can all thank Allie when that one <laughs> Um, Let me check my notes. So, oh, then we waited in line. So, like, the line for, there were 22 registers to check out from the store. Wow. Our, so it's like the market basket in Chelsea? That's Yeah, except reference. we were in line to check out for literally the entire 40th anniversary panel, which was an hour and a half. Wow. Because for some reason they were using dial-up for credit cards. Get out. What? I'm dead serious. Oh, my. Yeah. When we finally got up and paid, they were like, we are so sorry. It's taking so long. They are using dial-up for these things. And we were like, are you kidding me? And they're like, it's the only way. Otherwise, everything gets clogged. As she typed out your receipt on a typewriter. (laughs) Just just the huge, like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me get on my abacus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So then we go to the Music of One, Rogue One panel. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. So we went to that. And then we met Holly Frey from the Full of Sith podcast. What's up, Holly? She is wonderful. Thank you, Holly. Um, and her husband, Brian. What's and up, Brian? They were, they were there. Um, Holly works for How Stuff Works, so she was there filming for them. Um, so we hung out with them for a few hours, and that was awesome. And then they invited us to the Drowning in Moonlight tribute to Carrie Fisher Gala, which oh, benefited um, a charity that works on mental health issues. It was awesome. You Brent, went to the gala? Yeah. It was It was not that expensive. It was okay. awesome. Right. Um, and 
he who must not be named, my lovely boyfriend, he um, met a bunch of people that he knows from Twitter. So he was like having the time of his life. I got to talk to, I told Holly about our podcast. Twitter I friends. told Holly about my podcast idea for when I move. Shout mm-hmm. out. Um, we still haven't addressed the move, by the way. Well, we'll yes, we have. Not really. All right, really. we'll address it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was day one. It was exhausting, but awesome. And we, like, got back to our Airbnb, and we were like, oh, my God, did all that just happen? Mm-hmm. And then we fell asleep. Day two, woke up a little bit later, but still got there pretty early. We knew. We were like, there's no way we're getting into the Last Jedi panel. So let's just shoot for watching it from the Star Wars show stage because we'll still be able to see it. We'll still be able to hear everything. So we like get in line. We get our, um, oh, there was a making of Rogue One panel that we went to, that we wanted to go to. So we got wristbands for that cool. and then went and got in line to get on the show floor, mm-hmm. hung out with Kieran some more, booked it to the Star Wars show stage. And <laughs> when you say book it, are you actually running? <laughs> no, we didn't run. We walked pretty fast. There okay. were people that were running, but they were running to the sh- to the store. Because oh, wow. that's the nice thing with Twitter it's is like that Black Friday. everybody yeah. knew that like you had to get places fast if right. you wanted anything. Right. So the Star Wars show stage. But uh-huh. you watched some of the live streams, so you have an idea of what it looked like. I watched the almost the entire day on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have an idea of what it looked like. Did you watch any of it, Jeff? Nope. Okay. So the stage is set up. There's a giant TIE fighter in with the audience. Then there's a Rancor, Jabba, um, and then, like, part of the Millennium Falcon Mm -hmm. as their stage. Yeah, the inside. Yeah, like, where the uh, game is and everything. Which you can't touch. Hollow chest room. Hollow chest room, yeah. Yeah. So the Rancor was set up in front of the speakers. Brilliant. For our side of the... The stage. Okay. So we actually could barely hear anything. <laughs> and everybody was complaining. Like the this massive crowd of people who all gathered around the Star Wars stage because they knew that was where they could watch the Last Jedi trailer. Right. So like we can't hear anything. Okay. And everybody's yelling, like, turn it up, we can't hear you, turn it up. And at first we were like, maybe they don't have the sound up really high because they're worried about feedback from the mics. So we weren't worried about like people on stage not being able to hear them but then when the panel started and they were streaming the panel and we could barely hear the panel we were like what the heck oh no that's awful and like not cool on the one hand we knew we could watch it again later right but we were there and we had been waiting and we just wanted to see it and we could barely hear it luckily as soon as ryan johnson was like of course there's a trailer Mm -hmm. everybody shut up right so we could kind of sort of hear it right but then we just went and watched it later. You can only see a new Star Wars trailer for the first time once. once. I know. Yes. And, and and much less with a crowd of thousands of I know. people. I know. Yeah. Um, but I got... I, was, I can't imagine I'm, what it would be like to watch that trailer without the audio. It, can, I mean, it's a very visually stunning trailer. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it was nice to see it. But, yeah, it would have been nicer to hear it. Right. I feel like the dialogue is so much more important than it was for really any of the uh, trailers for Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. But I recorded a a little bit of what the crowd sounded like Mm -hmm. when as like right before the trailer started. Yep. Oh, and uh, And let's insert that now. Yeah, let's hear what it sounded like. Let's hear it. Here we go. 
healthy. Wow, that's crowd. awesome. Yeah. Did you get chills? Oh yeah, I was like, we were all crying. Really? Yeah, we oh, all like God. got welled up. Yeah, I know. We yeah, we. I was literally standing there like. The feeling my that you, hands over my mouth like a. Did you start holding hands like? Oh my gosh! No, because I was too busy frozen solid. Yeah, wow. the feeling that you have when your foot falls asleep—that's what I felt in my chest. Okay, tingling. It was yeah, it was. Oh, um. Yeah. So then we went to the Rogue One, the making of Rogue One panel, and that was awesome. Doug Chang. Doug Chang. Oh, yeah, um. Pa. I don't think Pablo was there. Mm. Was Pablo there? I don't remember. He was at a lot of things, so he I could, was. I don't but like you. Doug Chang was definitely there. Um, it was awesome because they like showed us all of these clips. They talked about like how they did K two S O. So many of the environments you see in that movie are actually VFX. Wow, they're not real. Huh. What? Yeah, like Radis's ship. Is, Radis. It's just all. It's all CG? It's all CG. Wow. Right? But see, that, yeah. That looked pretty good, though. Like the hallway on the Tantive 4? No, me digas. All fake. What? Whoa, come on. Yeah. And like, but he's like walking down the hallway and doing all that stuff. I know. And like the the cockpit for the hammerhead? Yep. Not there. But at one point, they showed, so they showed us a bunch of gags. Mm -hmm. And at one point, um, the some of the animators took K2 and put him in the cockpit of the U-Wing and they had have you seen Firefly? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you know the scene when Wash is playing with his two dinosaurs? I don't remember. Oh my god. Is that in the movie or the series? The series. Firefly. It's, it's, it's in the first episode of Firefly. Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while. All right, well there's like the first episode of Firefly, Wash is playing with his two dinosaurs. Who is played by Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Okay, and, all right. Um, so they like took the audio, they took the the, vo- the voice from that and put it into K two, and they had him playing with like a stormtrooper and a death trooper. Oh, <laughs> it was nice. awesome. It was okay. so funny, and like everybody in the crowd was like, "Yes!" because yeah. we're all super nerds. Um, yep. And then we went to the Hilton and hung out with Holly and Brian. We met David, who's a photographer uh, for Reed Pop, and talking to him was great. Um, Oh, no more talking smack about Reed Poppy there, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, We're crossing, it's, it's like, whatever. all these shows of our on, list. On air, anyway. <laughs> yeah, on air. Um, right. So that was great, and that was day two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're actually sleeping through all this. Yeah, we slept a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Probably, Sleep like, six hours sort of total yeah. every night. Okay. So uh, at this point, it kind of sounds like what has become true at a lot of large sporting events hmm. where – the at-home experience is a lot more convenient and up close. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get to get. that. Okay. I'm all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So day three. Yeah, day stop three. interrupting me. Go on. This <laughs> feels like Survivor. Day or, or three. Like it is. It is. <laughs> it's Survivor. <laughs> day three is Saturday, Meet Mark Hamill Day. So I'm freaking out all morning. We decided like ready. Mm-hmm. Right, to get up a little bit later because we were like, we don't care about the Rebels panel. So we walked around, we get there, we got our wristband for the Star Wars and Disney Parks panel because that was the only thing we cared about. Mm-hmm. And then we went over into the expo hall so mm-hmm. we could get in line to meet Mark Hamill. And that was a cluster. Like, <laughs> that, oh my God. Very good self-control. And yeah, so like, this was... I really appreciate that. This yeah. was like 
you know, Lucasfilm and Reed Pop are running the show, but then Tops, the trading card company, is managing the autographs and the photo ops. Oh, and, yeah. And it was <laughs> a nightmare. for trouble. Yeah. yeah. It was awful. They just had, like, a big corral of people. And when, like, you were either, it was like boarding an airplane. Like, you either got Group A, Group B, or Group C, depending on when you bought your ticket to right. get a photo with him. And so we were in Group A because I bought this, like, milliseconds after it was announced. Nice. Um. But, like, we were like, where do we go if we're group A? And they were like, you just kind of stand in this giant group of people that are in groups A through Z. And when we call group A, you figure out how to get up here. Oh, nice. So, and I'm like. You're on your own. Good plan, people. And Good I'm not plan. the only one having, like, a minor panic attack. Like, there are tons of people. Because we paid $200 for this. Right. So there are tons of other people that are, like, getting really frustrated. They finally call group A. We get in line. I start shaking. I start trying to just like Van Dam it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me let me ask if this is how it went, Allie. And then all of a sudden you just saw black and then you just heard breathe. <laughs> no. Just breathe. That's not how it happened. What do you see? Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in like, they like scan your tickets and then they just, like, shuttle you through. It's like a well-oiled machine. You put your bag down. You have to empty your pockets. Wait, we went from cluster to well-oiled Yeah, it went, from, <laughs> it went from cluster. With the quickness. Like, the wow. waiting to get in the line uh-huh. was a cluster. The line to get your picture taken was totally, totally fine. Right. They didn't want to cheese off Mr. Hamill. Exactly. So you put your bag down, put all your stuff in your bag. Uh-huh. You go in. You shake hands. You say Hi. And I said, can I have a hug, please? And he said, of course, very quietly, because at this point he's conserving his almost completely gone voice. Right, yeah. And he gave me a hug, and we took the picture, and then we left. And as we were waiting for the photo to print, I lost it. I, I, like, looked at Brendan. I looked at Brendan. I low crap. I said his name twice. Oh, no. (laughs) Save it! Save it! Save it! Save it! Just save it. We are using Hindenburg, which is a different app, but also is the name of the same thing. Just save save it anyway. (laughs) All right, all right, hold on, hold on. You definitely. All right, we good? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay, all right, so. We are we like leave and we get in you line. Get the hug. Yeah, we get the hug, leave, get in line to get the picture printed, which takes like milliseconds because there's like fifteen printers all in a row. Wow. I look at he who must not be named. I do a little like ha <laughs> and then I just start crying and I was like, Oh my god, that just happened. <laughs> and I'm like shaking and cold sweating and sobbing and he's laughing at me and he's like are you gonna be okay and I was like I need food and then like (laughs) other people we get so you like you get in a line if you want to buy a sleeve and I was like yeah we need a sleeve this thing's gonna be in my bag all day like we need a protective sleeve for this photo Oh, okay. so we are waiting in line Mm -hmm. and this other a couple of like other couples are in line next to us Mm Who haven't lost it yet. No, they've also lost it. (laughs) And so they can see, like, my face is bright red and there's tears and whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, right? (laughs) So 
this is too and cool. Somebody else like, awesome. proposed to her his boy his girlfriend yeah. like milliseconds after we got our pictures oh, taken. Oh, I saw that what? picture. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hamill posted it was, that. It was that. awesome. But so we did that, and then we got food. And then we, because I was going <laughs> to pass slowly up. calm down. I calmed down. Did you remember to eat before yes. you met him? Okay. Oh, yeah. Totally. All right. Okay. 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 Um, and then we went to the Disney panel, and the Disney panel was awesome. They started out talking about Star Tours and how they're going to, like, so it, it was, I can't remember the dude's name, but, like, a Disney exec and Anthony Daniels. And they're talking about Star Tours, give us a little, like, history of the ride, and then talk about how they're recording new dialogue soon because they're bringing in Crate. The planet that we nice. see in the Last Jedi trailer. Yeah. Um, the so Red Plume planet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's going to be yeah. on the ride soon. Um, so then they leave and like the entire group, it's like Doug Chang, Pablo Hidalgo, um, David Collins is the show host again. So that was great. And he was like, guys, I went to the Anaheim Park last week and I've seen stuff. And it's amazing, <laughs> and this park just needs to open. So he's like standing there, like because he had to sign NDAs up the Yang to right, like, right, see it. Right, yeah. So he's like, "Oh, I can't I've wait for this park things. to open." Yeah. And so like the the Imagineers and the Engineers team comes out from Disney along with Pablo and Doug, and um, they're telling us about the new park and how like it's a planet that has always existed in the Star Wars universe. It's on the map, on the edge of wild space, but mm-hmm. we've never heard of it before. And I guess it used to be mm. um, a very popular planet when in like the sub-light speed days, but since light speed has happened, it's become a little bit less of a popular place. So it's, read about that. it's where like... Kind of like Radiator Springs. Kind of like Radiator <laughs> Springs. So like it's where, you know, people go that don't want to be found. A but, wretched hive. Yeah. So... Like there's going to be a Millennium Falcon ride, where you and a and a crew can pilot the Millennium Falcon. But if you bring it back in bad condition, your your actions have consequences within this part of the park. Right. That's and I'm really intrigued. Like, Scavenger how hunt. there's gonna there's got to be a way to do this. Like at Disney World, I can see it just with like the wristbands, the wristbands. Yeah. augmented reality. Got I don't know how they're going to do it at Disneyland, but I'm very very intrigued. But right. it looks amazing. They're like. They care. I mean, it's Disney. They want you completely and fully immersed in this world. Choose your own adventure in the park. The Mm -hmm. most wonderful part about this this talk was they were talking about how um, right now when you go to the park and you go on Star Tours and you go to, like, Ewok Village, you you are, like, coming to a movie that's already happened. So, like, you're not part of the story. But this park... Is completely uh, brand new. You've ne- we've never been to this planet, so like, you are the story, and you create your own story as opposed to like just kind of jumping into somebody else's story. Right. So when you leave the park, do they give you a copy of your movie adventure? No, I doubt it. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe you get something. I don't know. If you, I'm they, pretty sure you. They get seem something. to indicate in what I read too that like yeah, depending on your performance, like yeah. you could get like the resistance people kind of wanting your um, yeah. abilities, or you or could the, be arrested. Like the possibilities right. are endless. Who knows? So super super, it was probably one of the best panels. Like yeah. it was so cool. Um, I feel like looking at the concept art too. A lot of it is. Uh, 
although Pablo Hidalgo said that this planet has always existed, it looks a lot like the concept art, unused concept art from the Force Awakens art book. Yeah. If you really mm-hmm. look at it. Yeah. Which is really cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like very market. I guess they went to like yeah. Turkey. They went to Istanbul and a lot of the markets there and like got a um, yeah. got some inspiration for that from that. Yep. Um, then afterwards, we met up with Kieran, tried to go to Trader Sam's at the Polynesian Hotel on Disney property. Mm-hmm. On Saturdays, unless you are a park guest, you cannot park at the Polynesian. Already then. So then we were like, all right, we'll go to Disney Springs, which is apparently what downtown Disney has become. We were yep. like, we'll just go there and we'll go to, to Jacques' flight hangar or whatever, the Indiana Jones bar. No parking. Everything <laughs> no, is full. Yeah. We spent two hours driving around the Disney lot. Did they finish construction on all that? On the Star the Wars Disney park? Springs. No. Oh, Disney Springs is done. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um and I have we I don't I couldn't tell you how it is cuz I couldn't get in. Right. So wow. we like Kieran's friend was meeting him there so he was like just drop me off and I'll Uber back with him. I'm really sorry you guys can't come and we were like it's fine. So he dropped him off. We head back to the Airbnb and we were so hungry that we just went to a Panda Express. <laughs> No, you know what? what? We, we've been in that position before. If, yeah. if it's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday yeah. night in Orlando, Stand like just anywhere just within 20 miles of Disney, it is so hard. Like yeah. even if you go to Chili's, man. Yeah. Really? It, yeah. The lines. It's like anywhere around there. It's just it's so impossible. crowded. Yeah. So, and our our Airbnb was like way north. It was like 30 minutes north of the convention center. So it was in like a completely residential, not crazy neighborhood. Yeah. We just couldn't think of anywhere and we drove to the Target that we knew was up, up there and we saw Panda Express and we were both like done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, in that situation you could have actually done worse than Panda Express. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. And three. then day four happened. Day four. Day four we were like, there's literally nothing that we want to do today except go to the, the Hamill himself panel. Yep. So we got up late. We got brunch. <laughs> it was like the first real awesome food we had all week. It was delicious. Aww. Wow. Well, because we, like, we had like bought food at Target to eat at like six o'clock in the morning <laughs> just to like fuel our bodies. Nerd life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got streaming okay. tickets for, we got wristbands to the streaming Stage for the Hamill himself panel. Okay. We hung out on the show floor for a few hours with my friend Heather. Yep. And then we went to the Hamill himself streaming panel. That was great. Nice. He was super hoarse, but like, it was awesome. Yeah. He's so these such, guys must be talking just like the yeah. whole time. And he really was because he had between like the 40th panel, the Last Jedi panel, the tribute to Carrie Fisher and Hamill himself. He was also signing autographs and doing photo ops almost every day. Yeah. So like he was run ragged. The yeah. dude is amazing. He but is. Also, shout out to Warwick Davis because oh, I mean, yeah. I know Mark Hamill did a lot, but that was kind of spread out over four days. Warwick, Warwick Davis was doing it like every day. The first day. He moderated, what, like at least three yeah. panels? And by the end of the day, I felt so bad for him. He was doing wow. the Ray Park, uh, who played Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they had a panel with him. Yeah. And it was just like he was just running out of questions. It was down to like, what kind of toothpaste do you use? <laughs> <laughs> but the poor guy, I'm like, man, you got to give him a breather, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we went to, oh, I don't, this must have been on day three. Yeah. That we did this. We went Flashback. to the, the cantina, the behind the scenes oh. of the cantina panel with Pablo Hidalgo and Tom Spina from Regal Robot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess they do this at like every convention that they go to. They just like 
talk about behind the scenes stuff from the cantina scene in A New Hope. Um, wow. They like find out who all the actors were because a lot of them weren't oh, credited. Wow. They name wow. characters that didn't have names. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really, it was a really cool panel. Yeah. Um, Droids aren't allowed here. So no. then on, on day four on Sunday, Holly invited us to come over to Tom Spina's booth. He works with this company called Regal Robot and they make furniture and reproductions of they have amazing Star Wars furniture. They have a do-back couch. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Locked. Of so, everything I saw at the show, that is like, man. Yeah, it was awesome. I'd tell a kidney for that. Yeah. You would have to because <laughs> right. it's like 25K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Insane. Out of my um, price range. It's awesome. They had a table, um, a desk with Han Solo and Carbonite oh. under the glass. Oh, yes. That was like two kidneys. Yeah. Um, so, like, she was like, yeah, do you guys want to come meet Tom? And we'll, and like, we have to film an interview with him. So, like, come over and we'll introduce you once we're done. And then we can all hang out. So, we go over. And right before they start filming, Leland Chi, the holocron keeper Dude so from the lovable. story group, yep. comes up and is talking to Holly. And we Just chatting the breeze. Yeah. And we were both like, I, lo- I look at you know who, and I was like, that, that's Leland Chi. The keeper of the cron. That's Leland Chi. And he was like, I know, chill out. And so we're both just standing there, like, because at this point we can't even get excited because our energy is like through the floor yeah, yeah, <laughs> um yeah. and holly goes oh leland these are my friends Allie and and you know who. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's graduated the blur he he was guy. like oh hey guys and like shakes our hand and somebody else like came over and was like hey leland can we take a picture with you and they were gonna do a selfie and i was like guys i'll take your picture like don't selfie this like yeah, come yeah, on yeah. and it's a big deal leland pulls out a holocron from his backpack uh, to take like he's like uh, so ready for this and so we were both like ah Leland we're next <laughs> and so like I got my picture with Leland and it was awesome in the holocron. how long is it going to take for Leland to actually get into Star Wars canon I feel like he's going to be in he's, the background he of the movie he was so nice yeah. he was so chill those guys they've been uh, like the Star Wars show on YouTube on the Star Wars channel yeah um, they've featured those guys they yeah. were on a couple weeks ago it, Leland Chi and um, Pablo and Pablo Doug. Hidalgo, Doug. Well, uh, oh, and, and also and that Dave Martin. Uh, oh, Matt Martin. Matt Martin. Yeah. yeah, and they are such nerds in oh, the yeah. best. Like they're they the best are kind of nerd. Us, yeah. except have Authentic. the jobs we wish we had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they're so they they seem super nice. So yeah. they're nerds you know, living I mean, the life. They are. right. Oh, they're living the life. Yeah. So okay. we got Dude's to the meet the keeper of the holocron, Jeff. Yeah. The actual at Holocron Keeper on Twitter. If you want to follow him, Um, that suggests that it's a title like like a political. I think that's his job. Yeah, is keeper of the Holocron. Um, I'm saying like the way Melania took over the you know the first lady Twitter. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we got to meet him. We hung out with Holly and Ryan and Brian. Um, And then Disney had obviously they had a huge booth at the show. Yep. And. Um, they were selling discounted after five park tickets. So we were like, oh, crap, because Holly and Brian had been like, you guys got to come with us. I thought you what? said BAFTA. What's an after? Which is the <laughs> after five. five. After you five. You get in the park after five, so it's a lot cheaper than paying for a full day. Oh. Yeah, which it was is 60, exorbitant. $60 instead of like 115 Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. It's rough, dude. So and we only went to Hollywood Studios. We were there for like three hours. 
we basically only went on Star Tours and yeah. saw the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular because apparently that's closing at some point. How many times did you go on Star Tours? Twice. Yes. And then we left and now we're home and digesting and wow. trying to come down from it. Trying to come down from it. But do do we have time for me to like give you my tips? Uh, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, I think right. so. We had we had we discussed on the flight home. We have some insights for what are the best ways. The next time we do this, yep. and if anybody else is Walkers. ever interested, because when me and Brett go in two years, yeah, Walker yeah, tips. you need to know. Yeah. So okay, stay at the hotel near the convention. Yeah. Do not make the same mistake we made of getting an Airbnb thirty minutes outside of it, because then you will need to rent a car, yep. therefore negating any money you saved by staying at an Airbnb (laughs) and you will pay $10 to park every day and you will have to keep that car in the parking lot all day because if you leave when you come back you gotta pay $10 again okay so that's exhausting good tip so stay at a hotel near the convention center (laughs) gotta do it we decided that if we went again we would probably get a single day pass and then stream as much as we could from the hotel right because we couldn't get into any of the big panels so we were streaming it anyway Right. And it was like, it would have been nicer to stream oh. this from the comfort of my bed with room service yeah. rather than True that. sitting on the floor in line. Yeah. And then after hours, you go down to the bar and hope to run into Doug Chang. Right. So hey. that's what we were saying is like there, yeah. were so, there was like a 501st <clears throat> event. There was the Ca- Carrie Fisher Gala. There was probably other stuff that we didn't yeah. know about that was all like separate ticketed mm-hmm. things that weren't – they were happening because of Celebration, but they weren't run by Celebration. Right. Oh. And so we were like, we much rather would have gone to all of those and met all of these people because that's really what we got out of it was meeting so many cool people. Yeah. So next time, I think we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Be open to changing your schedule a lot. Yeah. Because you're not going to get into the things you want to get into. Right. Get ready to wait in all the lines. Yep. So how do you wait in the line? Like, is, is there... You just sit on the floor. Wow. And be bored. And be bored. Like, the should, lines should are like the width us? of this room. Yeah. Like, I brought my Kindle. Point? Brendan. <sighs> I brought my Kindle. <laughs> Boyfriend brought his. <laughs> oh. Hey, we'll see how this goes. If this whole episode makes it unscathed, <laughs> yeah. we can start saying it. So this okay. could be a big moment. This so this Brendan. I brought my Kindle. He brought his um, Game Boy. You could bring a Nintendo Switch now. You could bring a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Bring okay. extra like charger for your phone don't bring like the plug bring like an extra battery because the plugs half the plugs at the convention center were dead people could just load up on this podcast people could load up on this podcast listen to that the whole time water and snacks yeah because there was some pretty yeah there were some pretty solid food options at the convention Mm -hmm. expensive a little bit yeah yeah but like Everybody was in line for pizza, which meant that nobody was in line for the Korean taco bowl, which what? was like a hundred times better for you yeah. because there was salad involved. Ooh, so, actual vegetables. And there was okay. Dippin' Dots. <gasps> so oh, I got I my Dippin' Dots I don't like those. Well, I would, you're I, weird. You know, I would take fried, uh, not fried ice cream. Yeah. Dried, ice, dried ice cream. The ice cream of the future. <laughs> astronaut, ice, astronaut ice cream is the ice cream what? of the future. What? All right. Any other tips? That's it? That's, that's it. That's I mean, a lot. Drink, drink that's a lot of water. Okay. Yeah. And have fun. Did you buy new outfits? No. For this celebration? Um, he did. Boyfriend did because he went as like a low-key Ky- Kylo Ren cosplay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But I didn't. <laughs> I just wore all T-shirts that I had. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, I'm saying it. 
I don't okay. care. Just say it. I'm saying it. it. Brent, Brendan kind of did what we talked about before Force Awakens, which is like the norm core cosplay. Yeah. Like normal everyday clothes right, that right, look right. like a character. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, so I just want to throw in one thing about the 40th anniversary panel because I do want to sure. say they did an amazing job with the 40th panel with the uh, and, and the Last Jedi panel as well. The 40th panel, when they announced Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. I gasped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so remember, I was homesick okay. on the couch watching yeah, yeah. this on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> I gasped out loud and then I laughed out loud out of like pure joy. And it was wow. amazing. And then Warwick Davis made the funniest joke. But you have to go online and watch that because yeah. it wouldn't be funny if I told you. But it's really funny it's when you watch funny. it. He, he made Harrison Ford break. Like Harrison Ford, you can tell, is always trying not to laugh. He's yeah. doing that whole sh- like smug yeah, shtick yeah. that he does, which is really funny. But he could not help it. I have one more tip. Okay. Go on. Go to the, sh- the show store early. Yeah. Because otherwise you might not get what you want. Uh, yeah, I feel like wow. some of these chips do carry across any kind of convention. Oh, yeah. Like PAX definitely. is the big gaming convention in Boston. Yeah. Same thing. Go I early. will say, apparently at the show store, they were like committed to reprinting shirts as much as they could until the show ended because ah. they w- didn't want to like run out <coughs> on day one. Right. Okay. So like that's nice. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Did you get a poster? No. No, it wasn't in the panel. Speaking of, and so it's by only, the way, it's a half sheet, so whatever. Oh, oh. Qu- quick thing. So here, here's here's something uh, really quick. Um, so Ali was saying that you could, if you want, guaranteed wristbands to all of the panels, right? Like, yeah, you have a guaranteed spot if you get a VIP pass. A VIP pass, which is like seven hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, is that what you said it might be? Is it worth it's it? a lot of money. But here's the thing. <sighs> I found out yesterday <laughs> uh, from Collider. Collider does a really great Star Wars podcast. Oh, yeah. So even though we, we pretty there. much crapped on every other podcast. They're going. Uh, they're really good. Yeah, they were there. I think they did a live show there that yeah. I haven't watched yet. But I love those guys and girls. They're, like, amazing. Um, but they were saying that if you got – if you were in that uh, Last Jedi panel, Jeff, yeah. um, which I know you didn't see, mm-hmm. the um, – Everybody that was in there that got a wristband for that got that poster for free. Like they, they gave them yeah. a poster. And oh. apparently that poster, according to the uh, one of the guys on Collider, is selling for five hundred dollars yeah, on, on eBay. What? So maybe you do want to go for the seven hundred and fifty dollar yeah, yeah. thing so you get into all the panels. And then sell the poster to get your money back. Right. And then it's all good. If this formula holds up and you get something really exclusive every time. Well, see, but that's what people were doing at the show store too. Yeah. Because like I bought a, a couple oh, of a couple of things. Yeah. And I told a friend, like, you should check eBay to see what it's going for. Right. This $8 patch was going for $30. Did they have eBay. limits? Oh. Did they have, like, no. one or two per person no, for anything? They so people yeah. were just, like, picking up a whole bunch of stuff. Well, that's why Look, I couldn't find this shirt. And, and Disney's been in the collectibles game for a long time. Yeah. So they know this. They know the whole know limit per person. Yeah, they could have done that. But yeah. anyway, but to end on a really happy oh, note. <laughs> can we end on a really happy note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salacious, You're back. We're happy, Salacious Ellie. Crumbs Bakery was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jilly cakes. Yeah. Oh my God. They're adorable. <laughs> they were making like two different kinds of cupcakes every day. So I got a Death Star cupcake. Oh. Death. Pictures. It was, it was we got good. some pictures. That was, was awesome. Good. I don't think I took a picture of it. Allie, cool. we're so glad you're back. And Allie, thank you for thank recounting Thank you so this. much for just giving us this entire a plethora of information that we need to have for the next celebration. We appreciate this. You're thank welcome. you for being our ambassador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Walkers, this is Brett. This is Jeff. This is Allie. And we're just two dudes and a girl talking about Star Wars on On the Skywalk. Skywalk.